Hey everyone! Before we get started, I just want to let you know that your input can directly make our shows better. One of the biggest ways to support your favorite shows here is by rating and commenting on iTunes. All of our shows are available in Apple Podcast form on iTunes, and all you have to do is search for AfterBuzz and your favorite show title. Once you're there, leave the show a rating and a comment on why you like the show or any comments you have for the hosts. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to continue to bring you the best shows we possibly can. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I might be gay, but I don't know because my gaydar is not very well tonight. But we do have a great after show here on AfterBuzz TV for Shameless. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Bill, I'm glad that you feel comfortable enough to, you know, talk about your sexuality with us. Thank you. Well, there you go. I got to talk about things I may or may not know. I've never experimented. Well, you and Kevin have that in common, so when we talk about him, we'll, we'll get a little bit... Uh, deeper into it okay sounds good um, where can everybody find you on social media if they want to learn more about your personal life <laughs> at phil svitek <laughs> hard to beat that but you can yeah. follow me on instagram at bonjour juliet amazing hi jj hi guys you can follow me at jj jurgens and jj.jurgens on instagram and you guys can follow me at Haley clover everywhere and uh Glad we're all back again this week. Um, overall reactions of the show? A great episode. <laughs> great, great episode. I, yeah, I laughed. I got stressed at certain points, but it was just like an overall, I mean, there were some dark moments for sure, but yeah, shameless. They make you go through it all, huh? Uh-huh. JJ, what do you think? I can't lie on this one. Like, um, I liked it, enjoyed it, but I, I won't say that it was my favorite episode. Here's my thing Ooh. with it, right? Uh, with, with an episode like this, I thought uh, we're finally getting to the, the meat of it. We're getting all the episodes uh, coming together. But usually we can follow the course over like a couple of days, maybe a week. This mm-hmm. was literally a singular day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So. That's very true. I think I'm uh, more with JJ on this one. But it also, my feelings could be because of the scenes for next week. And I think that right. affected how I then felt about yeah. this episode. Because I was like, oh, crap. Now I kind of see where it's going. And I don't know if I like that. But um, let's dive a little bit into this episode. Let's start with Debbie. <coughs> Debbie, it's like deja vu with this girl. We're we're doing it all over again. We didn't know where she was going to end up after taking ecstasy and seeing her kind of mm-hmm. drive off. And... Um, we see her wake up in bed with the hair guy. <laughs> That's like how I yeah. remember him. He's the hair guy. And um, they. <laughs> Phil has a problem if we like play with anything on the desk. <laughs> I just have to throw that out there if you, if you caught that moment. Um, it's okay. I want us to be focused on Missouri. We got to Missouri. Okay, so go ahead. We're in Missouri, and <laughs> she needs the morning after pill. It's, it's long story short. She could be pregnant again. Well, a couple of quick things. The good news is nothing, no harm has come to the child. <laughs> yes, we Ray is okay. We've done the complete opposite. We, we're about to gain a child. But, but here's my question with that. So we watched the clock go from um, 68 or whatever, right? Uh-huh. And then as soon as he says, oh, wait, we had sex on Tuesday or Friday. Was Thursday. It Friday? Thursday. Thursday, sorry. Whatever night. <laughs> it drops down to 30, right? So she doesn't remember having sex. Like, how'd she take care of the baby? She doesn't remember. Like, there was, there's a lot at 30 hours in there that 
She didn't even remember having sex. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And the baby's in a bathtub, which at least it had some pillows. I was glad to see it wasn't just like laying in the bathtub. But you're right. Hopefully it was one of the other guys that's with the group, maybe. I I feel like the gay guy would have been great at this. That's true. That's probably what happened. Yeah. But the good thing was, yes, the baby. She's okay. She's fine. Yes. She's okay. Um... (laughs) So what do we think about this whole, you know, situation with Debbie now having to get the pill? Like, do we like the idea of her having another pregnancy? Are we, like, over that and want to see her move on? Like, what do you think is... Well, I'm proud. I feel like, you know, she was so adamant on wanting to get pregnant at such a young age. Now she's like, okay, I've been there, done that, not for a while. And she really is focused on, like she said, her job and, like, trying to better herself as a person. Mm -hmm. So I'm all for it. (laughs) All for the pill. All for the pill. Okay. JJ. I-, I totally agree. I was very proud of her this episode because I know I was kind of saying I was you know, disappointed in her a few episodes before about not being responsible. So, so at least I liked that she woke up and was determined that she was going to do what. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline you know she needed to felt she needed to do for this um so yeah so i appreciate that i thought it was also good timing with everything that's going on in the country right now Mm -hmm. and the issues that you know our current presidency is bringing with women's rights and how to me i mean my I don't talk, we protect personal beliefs. It's shameless, but yeah. I believe she's old enough to make that decision for herself. She should not have to be having somebody else. You know, yeah. it was interesting that, that she decision. had to be a certain uh, age. What was it? Seventeen in Missouri, uh-huh. and yeah. she's almost seventeen. Yeah, it was interesting because I remember um, when the pill was. I think it's over the counter now. If I'm, I, I've never bought it, mm-hmm. so I don't know. But I'm pretty sure it is over the counter now. But it used to be where you had to ask the pharmacist. And, you know, kind of go through the embarrassing mm-hmm. moment of asking the pharmacist for Plan well, B. I think what this episode showed us is that depending on the state, state you're in, it's different and there's different laws. And it's, right. it is getting harder and harder in certain places. And, yeah, that was very – that was interesting. Even mm-hmm. um, I grew up in Paris and you – the pill's free, 100% free mm-hmm. um, if you're under 18. Okay. Well, to be mm-hmm. honest, it makes sense. Like. Yeah. You don't want people that aren't ready or, you know, don't feel responsible enough to have a child. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't want that to happen, give them an option at least yeah, before they have to her. go to the next option. Exactly. Of, you know, whatever. It just seems like. That's why I loved her reaction. She goes, but that's stupid. Like, she, right. She, she it makes yeah. no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, very true. <laughs> what did you think about um, the hair guy's reaction to all of this? That kind of, like, bothered me a little bit because he was just so lax about it. It was like, yeah, well. I tried to pull out, like, I don't know. <laughs> well, from a guy's perspective, what did you think of that response? Uh, overall, I mean, obviously a terrible response. Overall, as far as this, I mean, I, I guess the the points that you guys are bringing up are good. As far as the overall plot lines, I felt this was just kind of shoehorned in there. Uh-huh. So it wasn't my favorite storyline, uh, but I do see what you guys are bringing up, so I appreciate it now more. Oh, thanks, Bill. <laughs> that was all JJ. That was me. I'm not taking credit for that. <laughs> 
Um, okay. Well, yeah. So, I mean, it's another one of those things. I did have a – it was kind of funny to see those two fighting, Debbie and the woman <laughs> that tried to steal her money. But it got to the point at the end when you could uh, – when you kind of understood why the lady took her money because she wanted her to keep the baby because she mm-hmm. couldn't have kids. And it was a moment where I was like, oh, that that's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that does kind of stink. Yeah, she mm-hmm. still stole her money. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like saying she was right in that, but like I kind of then understood a little mm-hmm. bit. I still probably would have done the same thing, chased her down and like <laughs> but punched her like, in the I, face. I, I feel like in that situation, if you really wanted to send a message, you, she would have told her right off the bat. Instead of taking the money, right? Yeah, but she was going to shake off, and then and then what? What would happen? Like, yeah, how would she get the message? Yeah, exactly. True. Very true. She'd have been like, you have options, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, she's just a thief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so the thruple is back mm-hmm. in full effect. Um, I would like everyone's reactions because I, I've i said it before already this season. Like, I'm just over the thruple. I don't need it anymore. And I kind of think we saw a little bit today that Kev is kind of over it, too. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys feel? It's about feel like- damn time. It's about <laughs> damn time. I can't believe they've been able to go this long without someone's feelings getting, Mm -hmm. you know, hurt or in the way. Um, But I totally agree. I feel like I've seen this storyline so much. Mm -hmm. I've seen the sex scenes so many times. Like, I get it. It's just... Yeah, and I was actually even thinking that, because I was like, sometimes these sex scenes, they're like, they're funny or whatever, and they are interesting or fun to watch. And I look at these now, and I'm kind of just like, yeah, okay, great. She's down there eating her out again. Mm -hmm. Like, how many times can I possibly see that? We get it. She's good with her tongue. It's like, okay, I'm over it. Phil, you're not over that. (laughs) (laughs) Never over it. (laughs) No, but seriously, what do you think about um, this whole relationship? I thought it it did bring about a good notion of Kevin V ultimately coming together, so it did advance in a different way, because in the past, Kev would have been totally fine with it. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, part of me just loves that Kev goes out and tries to, like, bless his heart, It, it all... Like, never have we seen someone be that upset for not being gay. And right. honestly, just feeling that emotion of, like, oh, I can't believe I'm not gay or even part mm-hmm. gay. Yeah. And so the, the the level of depth he went to, as he <laughs> says, like, I was just jealous. And therefore, that speaks to that side of it, that he was hurt by it. I hope this dominance thing works out. But as <laughs> V points out, you, you're really not understanding it. Mm-hmm. Just tell me what to do. Just tell me. Right, which is the opposite it's, of being dominated. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Do you think that's going to work out? I mean, we see a scene for next week. Kev is in his, like... Full-on gear. Which, by the way, Kev has had probably the best costumes in the show. <laughs> like, sure. that poor guy gets put into everything. Well, so does V. She yeah. started the yeah. show out with nipple tassels. Yeah. And she, we've said before, is a rockin' bod. She yeah. looks amazing. But, yeah, he is putting some seriously compromising outfits. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it, though. I feel like that actor just loves it and lives for it. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you think? Um, I hope he can't. Like, for me, it just makes me, at this point, I'm, I'm with you guys. Like, I'm sad just because I love Kevin V together, you know? And I just, um, I just see her getting increasingly disappointed. Like, not disappointed in him, but just, like, him not fulfilling her, you know? Right. And, like, the look she was giving him tonight was just, I think, a different look even than, than we've seen before. And when and then when she said, you're just not getting it, you know, I just feel like... Um, I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them apart. So I, I don't know that dressing up like that 
is gonna turn her on like that because I don't know that that's what she needs. She's like she said, she, she just needs her to let. You know, you just right. Need, I don't know how to take control in a different way, mm-hmm. you know. And so I don't know. I hope they turn it around. I just I'm, I like them together. I mean, they used to do role play and yeah. dress up like all the time, and that's kind of when we started to get to know them. That that was like their thing, and mm-hmm. didn't they taped it for like to make money? Yeah. And it was you know it was hysterical until. Svetlana comes in and shows her like a totally different world of sexual opportunities, mm-hmm. and now it's kind of like, I guess, well, how do you go back from the spasgasm? Once you had <laughs> one, it's like, how are you supposed to go back to a normal orgasm? Well, I think it's that, but I also, it's, it's going back to the Kentucky thing, part of it could be that, that Kev's diminished in a way, because as far as Svetlana's concerned, she she always matches the... In, a, in an intellectual sense, mm-hmm. even in the bedroom, like it's all it's it's all mind games, right? That's what the dominance really com- the dominance part of it comes from is mm-hmm. is that sense of wow, you're better than me, both in business and the bedroom. Mm-hmm. This you you know so much stuff, and and V just wants to kind of intake that in all forms. Yeah, right. I think that's right. Do mm-hmm. you feel that she has to take care of uh, Kev so much in certain ways? I mean, they do take care of each other, but. Is that, do you think that what attracts her, that, that she can be taken care of in a way? Yeah, I think so. And even if it wasn't Kev, just like her whole life is always <laughs> trying to, you know, there's never any type of security or any mm-hmm. type of, like you said, somebody just taking care of everything or, you know, the ability to take care of everything. Mm-hmm. If she was just like, Svetlana, I'm just letting you do everything. She could. Right. And I think it's, yeah, it's somewhat that ability that turns her on, too. Well, mm-hmm. it's the funny part about Kev is, as soon as she, he says what he's going to do, she knows in the back of her mind, like, this is ridiculous, and this is only going to end one way. He's going to learn that he's not gay. Right. But like mm-hmm. a child that just has this tantrum, <clears throat> she has to let him go off and do this. And, yeah, he comes back, I'm not gay. Right. Yeah. I do love how open their relationship is, though. Not the sexual openness, necessarily, but, like their ability to not judge each other for their, you know, thoughts and emotions and be able to talk about it and still love each other. Like, that I do <coughs> and always have love about, you know, those two. Right. They're such an open book. Yeah. They're a real team. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, but I don't think I've ever seen any kind of other couple like that on television. They're definitely unique when it comes to <laughs> for the sure. show. And I think even when they come in um, as guests, they kind of talk like that, how they're, you know, they feel like that even not on set. Mm-hmm. They've just grown into a family over the last 18 years. <coughs> Go for it. Cough over there. <laughs> we got the fires here. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to get a throat lodge. Go for it. We, the one day we don't have water out here, I'm dying. That's because <laughs> Phil keeps <laughs> taking everything away from us. It's in I the know, front of our Phil, hands. Sorry, guys. <laughs> just kidding. That's oh. okay. Get better, JJ. Then <laughs> come back when you're ready. <laughs> okay, so. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you're totally fine. Um, we'll keep talking without you. The... So, yeah, I mean, the thruple, that's pretty much like we're just going to have to kind of see how it goes next week. There's really nothing else to to talk about. Talk about. So let's move on to uh, Frank and Liam, the duo. These these guys have been together since the beginning of this season. Um, Frank taking care of Liam the best way he knows how. Um, and we see that Frank gets his credit card in today. Big spender. <laughs> yeah, he says that he's now part of, you know, the middle class and he's got his credit card, and he uh, seems to discover Amazon, <laughs> and you know their their same day shipping. Which well, who it, doesn't love Amazon? Here's the thing: it's very poetic because the thing that he feels like frees him ultimately destroys him. It did. It took because, his job away. Yeah, they took his job. Mm. 
They took the job. Which is happening in real life as well. Amazon is just totally capitalizing on everything. Yes, that's a discussion for another time. But um, so, yeah, Frank buys a car online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no payments down. No payments for three months. I'd love to know what the actual car price was. Like, that would have been great. Yeah, no, I was just wondering. I'm like, how much money is he really making? But at the same time, I don't think he has many bills because he lives in that house. Like, he doesn't, mm-hmm. Frank doesn't have bills. Also, by the way, what the hell is his credit limit? Right. To be like, <laughs> I have really good credit. And I have, like, a small credit limit. So I don't know where the hell he's getting that kind of credit limit to buy a car. Like, that that to me was a little unrealistic. Um, I did like seeing him in a suit, though. Mm -hmm. It's really nice seeing Frank dressed up. With the sunglasses, (laughs) out to pick up some hoes. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. I even said, I hope it's (laughs) ho-hoes. Um, do you think that if the if he walked into school with a suit on, the women would have liked oh. him as much? Because oh, I they liked do. that he was dirty and kind of like the oh, opposite of their husbands. That would have been kind of funny to see, too. Yeah. It'd be funny to see now, though, because I think since they saw him dirty, then I think this would even take him to another level. Because I thought he looked good. You know? I thought he looked good, too. But he, I, I think, yeah, they'd be still really into that because it's not like yeah. he's driving an extremely expensive car. Like, the suit fit but wasn't great, super tailored. Like, he still has that grungy, like, not-put-together look. And so, yeah, I think that these women are going to be attracted (laughs) to him no matter what. Yeah, that was a funny opening of the show. He was the one asking you what the fuck you missed last (laughs) week as those two were still having sex. That was kind of funny. So what do we think about um, Frank losing his job? Like, where does this take him now? And feel free to talk about the scenes that you saw from next week because we saw that he's, you know, at the bar. Is he drinking again? I don't What's think he's happening? drinking. This is his first setback, and it'll be interesting to see how he really reacts to it. Because especially, you know, they've been tying in Liam into the storyline, and so everyone's been affected by Frank. Now this is the make or break for Liam, and, and hopefully he tries to do the right thing in this scenario. I The fact that he did get a car, I'm kind of bummed about because he's you know he they were lessening the carbon footprint walking is yeah. good and so i i like that lesson actually yeah. I, didn't, I didn't mind it whereas I, you know he was too quick to say oh we're poor and just go with that since that's what liam said and he didn't want to seem lesser in liam's eyes right but hey. yeah. what do you guys think maybe he got a hybrid we don't know phil i mean <laughs> is a chevy something right i know does yeah. chevy make a chevy? hybrid <laughs> <laughs> Someone will know. One of you guys I will wish know. that he would have. He was, was going to get the car and actually be, do, be responsible and buy a little old used beater car. You know, like you have to do, like to go and charge a brand new car on the credit card. Or get a like Tesla. Happen. Yeah. No emissions. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to buy a car on your credit card, just do it. Buy a yeah. car. <laughs> no, I was glad that it wasn't actually like a really nice car because that could have been a total Frank move too. Right. He did buy an economy car, a compact car. But that's still, like, probably, what, $14,000? Yeah. Uh, oh, Eddie could have bought a good used one Chevy's for two. So expensive. You know? Right. Like, like most of us have to do when we're, like, starting out. You know? Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. So I would have liked to see him, him do the responsible thing and do that instead of, you know, going for a brand new car. Yeah. But I don't know. I want to see that. I got to look at the scenes from last week because I couldn't tell the, from the side I was at. I couldn't tell if he had a drink in front of him or not. I thought it looked like he did, but so I can, don't know. You can see shots of some kind of dark liquor, 
But you don't know whether it's his or the guys mm-hmm. that are always there, and it totally could not be his. But he's also talking like old Frank, like society has screwed yeah. the white man and blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, oh no. And I'll be totally honest, I don't want to see that Frank again. I'm like not ready for that Frank to come mm-hmm. back yet. And Eventually, I think that's maybe. Lazy writing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like really again, like okay, we like. I just feel like I'm seeing things that I've already seen. Yeah, exactly. I don't need to see him like yeah. that again. Exactly. And I don't know, I I don't think they're going to do that because they're kind of doing that in a way with the uh, Thruple storyline. Like you, mm-hmm. th- like Phil mm-hmm. saying, it is really lazy li- uh, writing if you have another storyline that we've seen throughout this point yeah. all f- seasons. Um, I think it's just a setback for him. I think we're going to see him off on another adventure. And yeah, definitely. It's still in the working market. And I yeah. guess I have hope for Mr. Francis. If you guys had <laughs> to see Frank in another job mm-hmm. in town, what job would you want to see him do? I what have if he- three. Oh, you okay, three? save him. What, what were you going to say? Uh, what if he becomes a bartender at uh, for Kevin B? Okay. I've never seen him on the One, other side. One, can they pay him? And two, is that a temptation for yeah. his drinking? Yes, but maybe he'd be great at it. I feel like he'd be He'd be a good bartender, for yeah. sure, because he loves to talk it up. Exactly. Because, you know, he's a therapist in a way sometimes. <laughs> he is. Okay, Phil, you're three. Well, I'm thinking, although I think I... <laughs> I mean, he could help when he wouldn't get paid very much, but I mean, he could work helping out the youth, mentoring them, mm-hmm. you know, since Which he's he been totally there and he's he done do. all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other jobs. I don't see him in the diner. <laughs> I do I see him fixing uh, up Fiona's place. Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely more involved with maybe. Liam's school also. What yeah. if he became a teacher at the school? Maybe, um, I don't know if he could add, yeah. Releasing the library or something. Because, like, like, even though he would need, like, all this schooling and whatever to be a teacher, I could totally see that school being like, listen, the parents have spoken. They really like you. We're going to have you just do an after-school program or, or something. Or maybe <laughs> he teaches the class that teaches, like, their lifestyle, you know? So the words that, like, right. you know, like, Liam would didn't know on the test. Would, would be yeah, learning so growing like, up. Exactly. So that way, all the little kids can write penises, penises on there. <laughs> Yes, exactly. and you know she's sniffing glue. It wasn't wrong answer. It wasn't, yeah. Phil. Yeah, what you what's got, your Phil? three? I want to hear. Well, so bo- a lot of them involve business with Carl. Okay, okay. so <laughs> he takes over Uber. Uber, Uber, Tubies. He takes over the sober cleansing business. Okay, the beaver trap, the be- yeah. detox. Because yeah. Carl, remember, he's off to. He's going to be off to school soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the third, I don't know, just just uh, pay, uh, get paid to have sex with the women of the. School. He <laughs> prostitutes himself. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, he's apparently that good. Interesting. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, Ian and Fiona are fighting still. Ian is really hurt, like really mm. upset. Um, is that a warranted response? Do you think he's over overreacting? Like, what what are your opinions on um, on how Ian is reacting, or how Fiona is reacting? Like, whose side do you take in this argument? See, this is a tough question. They've been marketing it like Fiona versus um, w- versus Ian, but but it's not just like a sibling fight. It's a philosophical fight of. Mm-hmm. How do you essentially get out of the ghetto? Right. You, you know, are you allowed to all of a sudden then turn your back and folks, you know, not be a narcissist, but just want to better yourself versus... Do like, you think she turned her back on Ian? No, not at all. I, I, 
Seriously, just an honest opinion. There's n- it's not wrong either way. I I tend to think that, uh, or I side with uh, Fiona more on this one. I think she really has been working her ass off to get herself to a better place, and I think she had full intentions of helping her family as well once she was making money, mm-hmm. which would then you know help Ian. I think Ian saying it's all about the kids is a little unfair because it's all about getting back with Trevor. Trevor, right. and that was definitely a big part of it, not just helping these kids. Definitely helping the kids, but I think that had a little bit mm-hmm. more to do with it emotionally than he's letting on. 100% yeah. agree. I was wondering if Fiona would bring that up when they were finding each hasn't. other. I was like, hmm, um, I don't know what side I'm on. I think it's a tough one. Um I'm on Fiona's side because you just want her to win. She's done. You want someone to win eventually, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's like someone's got to freaking win. Think mm-hmm. of all the battles she's had to fight in the last eight seasons. Mm-hmm. And now she's finally fighting fighting battles, you know, to better herself. Mm-hmm. That's just great. In a way, Liam's doing the same thing because, not Liam, Ian mm-hmm. <laughs> is doing the same thing because he's finding growth out of helping these kids as well. Right. So it's just, it's really, it's a tough one, man. It's really tough. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's impossible for them to find another shelter? Like, maybe Fiona could say, listen, please help me, you know, continue to make my business Mm -hmm. um, successful, and I will help you find another shelter. It's not like they don't have the money now to find another another place. Yeah, but it also depends on location. Like, this, it's on the up and up. However, so they can still get in there. You know, if, if you go anywhere where the other shelters are, all of a sudden, you know. I, I doubt it's going to be that same price. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think that's the tough part. Yeah. What do no. we think about Helen, the dead lady? How about how we find Helen? Let's talk about that because we were all like, mm-hmm. I was a little confused. Uh, definitely knew she was dead. That was not confusing at all. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as uh, uh, Fiona walks in and she's just like, oh, that smell. And even before that, you're like, uh-oh, something's up. Um, I was confused about the whole dog situation because you see that the, the woman's face down, butt naked, and her arm is just kind of cut off. But it's not really clear. The shot's not that clear. So I was like, did she slit her wrist? Like, what happened? Right, like, and how did she no, die? how did she just die? And her dog started eating her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had been a few days, they thought. I mean, I guess it could have been longer because Fiona never sees her. The dog needed to eat. Didn't have any food. So it went to the R. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to think it wasn't the dog. I, you know, I mean, <laughs> no, the, I don't think it was the dog that killed her. I think she just died, but the dog needed food, so he yeah, had to eat exa- something. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well, did you yeah. think something else happened? What do you see, Beth? I think, I mean, I don't, I don't know. This is a crazy theory, but maybe she fell over and, like, broke her arm, and, you know, that's what created the slit, and, and the dog's just like, hey, my owner's dead. Like, I miss you, so I'm going to just lick your hand. I don't know. Yeah. So, so why would the dog only lick the bloody part, though? Because the dog's, the dog's trying. To, the, 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 he's trying to save the owner somehow. Oh, he's trying, the dog's trying to heal. A dog's actually no. Like, the dog's totally just eating her arm. It's hungry. <laughs> dogs like the blood. See, I didn't get the eating the arm thing. That's but I couldn't see again where I was at. I didn't know. I'm like, did she slit her wrist? What is good? I need to go back and look at it because I couldn't see what happened. That dog was chomping on her arm. I'm telling you. I don't think that was it either. From the size of that dog, and I just think the licking the blood because if you have dogs like my, if I cut my leg uh, shaving. You know, like dog, dog will like try to lick that. Like they, they're attracted to human blood. 
They just are. It's dog thing. The worst bite to get are from those little little doggies. (laughs) They got those little. (laughs) (laughs) So sweet. And do you think it was actually her barking at Fiona, or do you think it was the dog? Oh no, it was the lady. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Fiona gets a little attached to, you know, the pictures that she finds Mm -hmm. in the uh, apartment. And it it does make her really upset when the niece comes in that doesn't even know Helen and um, just literally is, like, scooping out the trash into a a trash can. Mm -hmm. I think she's upset, but she is understanding. Mm -hmm. Because when she walked in and she was seeing her throwing out the window of the trash, I was worried. I was like, oh, no, please don't make a scene. Like, don't make this weird. Just, you know, and I was, she was very understanding. She gets it's not her place. She understands that it's, it's kind of like a normal reaction in a way. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I found an apartment of somebody that I didn't have any type of relationship with and it was filled with newspapers and stuff, like, it would all be trash. I mean, she was Mm -hmm. definitely a hoarder, probably, I think, smells. Like, she's just trying to get, you know, that, that made sense. Um, I thought it was interesting that she was so attached to those pictures. Especially, did you see the duality between, uh, the niece explaining, like, yeah, we weren't in touch because, her, the siblings got into a huge fight. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, uh-oh, Fiona. Well, and she's, she even fight. said, you know, a whole life not being able to forgive. And that's immediately then when she went over to Ian. Right. Mm-hmm. So. So, I mean, they're still fighting at the end of this episode. And what it looks like they're going to be fighting even more in the next episode. Oh, but yeah. still, I hope that that little picture frame is a reminder that, you know what? Life is too short. Make amends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Gallagher family has got to stick together. They, they always, always have. They always they, will. They will. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, okay, so let's talk about uh, Lip and all of the entire like everyone that's drunk around him mm-hmm. in his world. It kind of seems like he really is just now surrounded by other alcoholics mm-hmm. that have fallen off the wagon. Um, they f- try to track down tell me his name again. I don't know. Brad. Like Brad. Oh my God, I was blanking on his name. Um, they're they're looking for Brad this entire episode. You know, we get some funny scenes where Brad has filled his car with donuts that he stole from <laughs> a donut shop, and he severed the arm of Michael Jordan, which is like the biggest deal ever. Um, you know, he's but Lip is taking this very you know personal, and like it's his job to now find Brad. Is that the right move for him? Because Ewan's is telling him, "Don't do that. Right. It's gonna bring you down too." I just don't really trust anything you and say in terms of his advice is never always isn't really the best. Yeah. The only good advice he's had is when he pushed him to go to rehab. Um, I don't know. I think both things. I think it's it's understandable but stressful and that he is so codependent and he and you know that's in a way that's his only hope. He's saying if he can't make it, how can I? Right. So I don't like that idea that he has because you you want to stay remain positive and be like no matter what comes your way, you can do this. Um, right, and I feel like you'll never be able to totally kick sobriety if you think it's, you know, somebody else that needs to help you do it. you got to help yourself do it. Right, and it depends on that factor that he cannot control. And like a lot of things in life, we cannot control them. Yeah. This was actually one of my favorite moments of the whole episode. I like the, the uh, dialogue between him and Ewan's. Mm-hmm. I thought the acting was amazing, and I just thought um, the way he – he always – like, you could get that scene and make it, like, totally un- unbelievable or whatever, but I feel like right there you really do get his character. Like, for him, it this is 
because you might think, oh, why does he really care? Why doesn't he just right. let them go? What is? Why is he so invested? But you see why he is. Is because that's who. If he doesn't make it, he won't. You know. And I think that's very real in those types of situations. I just think um, I like seeing this for this character. I like seeing him still. You can tell he's still dealing with his demons and his issues, and you know, still kind of juggling a lot and his fears of what his life is going to be like. And mm-hmm. even though he's brilliant, he still can't seem to quite yeah. get his life together and everything. And even when he's holding the baby, it's like you can tell that now he's thinking about man I fucked up my relationship I I kind of want to maybe want a family he's so good with them but will he ever be able to have that because he's a drunk and he's this and he's that you know so I I like to see this character fighting with all this internally Mm -hmm. even though a lot of all that didn't come out you could just see it him dealing with it all I mean he even makes a comment about how his life is worthless Mm -hmm. and like go you know kind of during that um, little monologue of his, like you can really see how he actually thinks of himself, mm-hmm. which he might not have verbalized in any other episode yet. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely like, oof, like that's right. that's sad. It is. This it gives him purpose to save him. So mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It, it is. doesn't feel like he has a purpose. And no matter where you, every what do we all want? Everyone's always seeking validation. Mm-hmm. So that's giving him validation. I like seeing Ewan's because I, we talked about it. We we felt that storyline was dropped so heavily, and mm-hmm. so to see Ewan's back in the picture, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, we, we could have dropped a little couple of hints every now and then. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm glad Ewan's is here. Well, and, and Ewan's like it hasn't been that long. He was sober right away at the, yeah. you know this episode, which was a little surprising to me. It seemed yeah. like he was able to do that really quickly, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, I I don't have any experience or you know strong understanding of what it would be like to go through that so right maybe well, that is something that's possible that for them to drink and go through a week of just total you know destruction and then be like what am i doing and then you know mm-hmm. kick it well i don't know because where do you get that do we know that he's sober well they cl- i mean no we don't right? but he's lasts- drinking coffee and he's not he seems sober i guess that was like the only reason i yeah, said he that seems he seems sober, sober but i feel like his face is still kind of like looks raggedy or beat up mm-hmm. um you're right about the time he's still his arm's still broken which i mean does take a while but he just it looks like he was in that car wreck a few days ago right um so i just don't know if he is 100% sober just it's true. because maybe he's not yeah in the last episode um that we saw him at least he was saying, yeah, you guys can come and come over, but I'm still drinking. Yeah, so right. I think there's still some process happening there. Yeah. Well, uh, we saw some good, well, some scenes for next week. Let's talk about it a little bit. Give some predictions on sure. what we think is happening. And now, your After Buzz TV <laughs> predictions. <laughs> so let's talk about Ewan's, because we do see a scene of him from next week. Uh, Phil, where do you think... His storyline is is going well. I to, to, I think it answers your question overall. Was he sober? I think he got to a place where he, life was kind of okay for a little bit, but certainly once all of a sudden it's his court date. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to face this. Boom, right back mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that's what we're gonna see next week there. Uh, as far as Brad will, you know. I don't know. I, I think this 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 will definitely be a struggle for the rest of the season with Ewan's Brad and Lip kind of somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Any other different thoughts about Ewan's, or are we all you know on the same page as to what's happening there for next week anyway? Yeah, on the same page. Same page. I think he's scared. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what about uh, everything else that we saw? Any? Does anybody have any 
serious mm. predictions about what's happening. Next week will be s- episode seven, so we're definitely now in the yeah. the middle of the a season when you know we keep saying some something's about to hit the fan. Shit's about to hit the fan. Well, what I, is the shit? Mm. Well, I, I I do think you know I think the Debbie storyline was okay. The Thruple storyline was okay, and, and I know we have to have these characters. And we have to check in. But realistically, if, if you just had Frank, Fiona, and Ian, and, and, and Lip, and really just focused on those storylines, A, you can get, go, go through them a little bit faster, mm-hmm. therefore have a little bit more meaning. Because those are the storylines that I'm interested in most, and those are the uh, mm-hmm. hardest-hitting ones. And I know we got to have some comedy, but we talked about this last time. The previews tend to be go a little bit more comedic versus showing us the depth that they're about to hit. And right. uh, ultimately, we love this show because of the realness and the connections. So, um, Yeah, I mean, yeah. with that said, I think probably uh, Fiona and Ian are going to give us the, um, you know, deep emotion that we're kind of used to now at this time of the year. I can see that getting pretty nasty before mm-hmm. it ever gets better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a tough one, man. I don't know. Um... I think we're definitely going to see the thruple not be a thruple. Uh, I really hope Kevin. I v- hope so. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Um, I'm nervous that we might see Kevin V go through some really tough and trying times. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so strong, and we, you know, we always say that they have the best foundation, and you know, they're going to be a rock no matter what. I really think that that's going to be really tested, and hopefully, they make it. Yeah. When was the last mm-hmm. season that we saw them go through? That was remember they were sort of breaking up. Yes. And, well, do you remember what season? I mean, that was a six, pretty no, long time six, ago, right? Five, five or six. So they've done it before <laughs> and gotten through it. So hopefully they can do it again. JJ, do you have any predictions? You don't have to. You need another threat one. <laughs> no, I got. I still got it in here. Sorry, guys. Um, I just think mainly next week it is going to be about the Fiona. Anything. And I do, I I predict that the youth home is going to win out in, in oh, the end. Oh, you do? You think I'm they're pre- going to be in the church? I do. Okay. That's a good prediction. Going with that. Right. Yeah. Well, what do you we'll think? See. You think that... Well, we, we see that they have, they're, they're camping out in front of Fiona's building. Yeah. And... And that's just taking it a little bit Is that bit too showing far. the right message to the kids he's trying to help? <laughs> no, I no. don't think so. Very shameless of him, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, next week, episode seven, let's expect some tears, some maybe mm-hmm. some tears, definitely some like probably jaw dropping moments. Mm-hmm. That'll be our last episode of the year for us. Right. For a while. For holiday. Yeah. Holiday back. break. Yep. But we will be mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be back for sure. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure that you're commenting below on YouTube so that we can keep talking to you about the episode. We love seeing your, uh, you know, your predictions <laughs> and your thoughts on the episode. And if you haven't already, subscribe to AfterBuzz. There's a lot of other shows that you could be watching if you watch more TV. Um, JJ is on one of them, Tom Girl TV on AfterBuzz. Look yep. that up. Yep. Uh, Tuesday, where can 6 they f- p.m. Tuesday, 6 p.m. Yeah, and you can follow that at Tom Girl TV. Awesome. Where can they find you on your personal My social? personal at JJ Jurgens and JJ Jurgens.com. I'm saying there's JJ Jurgens.com, but JJ.Jurgens <laughs> on Instagram. Oh, oh man. JJ Jurgens on Google. Everywhere. Find it. <laughs> <laughs> Rough you night. You did it. You did it. I know. <laughs> I'm in a cloud of literally like, but anyway. Oh my God. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram at Bonjour Juliet. At Phil Svitek. And you can find me at Haley Clover. Real quick, I wanted to ask you what you thought of the pussure. Oh, 
Oh, was yeah. that French this evening? I've never heard the pussure. I'm sorry. She called, what called her pussy. The pussure. The pussure. I think it's just. The, it. It's definitely not. It's just. It's fake friendship anyway. I, I liked it. Leave it to JJ to just throw <laughs> the pussy right there at the end of the show. <laughs> I meant to well, ask that, 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 That's a good note to leave on. <laughs> Guys, we will You're see you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.